This is SPF Zero, episode 17 for November 28th, 2020. Hi, Juan. I'm back. <laughs> Did you miss me? Hi, Charles. I know you're kind of like the uh, kind of when we when we lose people in, in coal mines, we, we found you. We made the rescue effort and we found you under a pile of old Cole? VCRs and cassette tapes. Oh, that's funny you no, say it, that because I just ordered from Amazon a little device that allows me to connect my VCR into my computer so I can transfer some of these VHS tapes to digital format. It, it got so delivered you, to my apartment. I'm not home right now. I'm at my parents' home, but it just got delivered to my apartment today. It wasn't supposed to be delivered today because I'm not there, but it, it, it's funny you say that, VCR cassette tapes, because I found a whole bunch of VCR cassette tapes back at home also. Do you think, do you, is your apartment set up where they leave it at the front door or do you have a little box? Oh no, they just leave it at my front door. But my front door doesn't face the street. It faces the opposite side of the street because mm -hmm. of how our, the, how our layout of the apartment complexes. And so usually it's fine. People usually don't steal anything. I have stuff stolen before. you trust before, your neighbors? But, oh, yeah, my neighbors are fine. I have stuff stolen before, but I left it out for probably like a week. And therefore, you know, someone took it finally. Here, can I, can I take a guess as to how much a VCR to digital converter costs? Sure. I, oh, it's, uh, it was on sale slightly, too, because of Black Friday. That's when I ordered it. Here, that's a hint All for right, you. My guess, my guess is $22. No. It was $8.79. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes sense. <laughs> well, no one makes this thing. So, you know, you're just buying from some random... Chinese manufacturer kind of thing. Um, it's the same thing I used. Oh, it's not the same thing, but similar idea of what I used to to stream my Switch from. And so um, it's really cheap. Hopefully it works. Do you think it actually works? Hopefully. My, this, the streaming thing that I do for the, for the Switch works really, really well. So, Yeah, my, we'll my thing is only there because I've seen some Amazon products. Like you can put a... You can put a thing in where, where you can put kind of a, a portable charger, car charger. They have one where it's it's supposedly supposed to raise your gas mileage, but it's just a fraud. It's just a thing that lights up when you put it in the the what the five volt slot. But it says that you can save gas, but they're really just swindling people. So I don't yeah, know if, I mean, if that, you got swindled no there because I've never heard that. That's no science behind that. The thing I bought was just, you know, the, the RCA connections. The, back in the VCRs, they had that red, white, and yellow connector. That's I know, in on one side, and the other side is just a USB port. So, What are your big plans for it? I have, well, like, I used to record a lot of things on, on, on video cassettes. Um, this is before T DVRs and TiVo. Uh, so you had to use VCRs and I would have, I would buy these eight hour tapes because they usually come in six hour and eight hour, depending on the recording type, the, the better quality, you can only like record two hours, but the worst quality, you can record eight hours. Um, and then <clears throat> I would set up the VCR for uh, recording uh, stuff throughout the week, which will fill up the tape about seven, 
plus hours of it, not quite eight, seven plus hours. And then I'll switch out the tape every week because uh, I didn't have time to watch. This is back when I was in school. I didn't have time to watch. And by the 10th week, you know, one of the quarter system, by the 10th week, I would have, you know, after finals all over, I had the extra time to watch and you know, just binge watch weeks and weeks and weeks of television. And so I still think some of the tapes are, I still have stuff on some of the tapes like that. Um, I don't remember what's on them. So I want to transfer some of those to uh, digital. Um, I don't know what shows are on them. And I don't think it'll be that interesting, the shows. But I think it'll be interesting to see the commercials and the little (laughs) TV promos that they used to do on ABC or NBC or whatever. Um, Yeah. I don't know why I'm so into that, the the, the commercials. These are commercials in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying not to judge you too much by being excited of of putting your your VHSs onto your digital CDs for for genuine entertainment purposes. Oh, it's not so much entertainment, but if I posted this stuff on YouTube, there would definitely be lots of people who watch. This is definitely a thing that people uh like especially like old Saturday morning cartoon um advertisements the old kids toys advertisements from the 80s and 90s huge mm-hmm. on youtube yeah yeah it's a crazy gonna, world we ask, live in <laughs> uh, not really not when you put it in those terms i i thought you were gonna say like oh you might you might have had like an old sex tape from back in your college days or something oh no i didn't have a camera those are expensive <laughs> I thought you were going to say you didn't have sex. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, you're at your parents' house. Um, how's it going over there? Are, are you holding up? I, I don't know if you run into a thing where you can only be around them for so long before then you just need to leave and, and be on your um, own again. No, we're okay. I mean, we don't hang out all the time. They're busy people doing their own thing and I'm, I'm not as busy by doing my own thing too, so uh, we've been fine. Um, been here for about a week. I can't. I, I kind of want. I kind of miss go- home. You know, uh, my home. I mean, where I currently live, not my parents' home, but it. You know, when you've gone away and then you're just missing your bed and the comfort of your house, kind of thing. Even though it's like a, you know, dumpy little apartment, I still kind of miss it. I don't know. Do you do that? You you because you don't have a home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're saying your parents' place, but you didn't have a home back in LA to go back to or anywhere else to go back to, right? Yeah, I mean, you're, I you're don't more nomadic miss, than I am. Yeah, my my previous apartment was nothing that I enjoyed, but I would say if I had to enjoy, if I had to remember something that was good, it was uh, the apartment that I was in in Anaheim when I was on the Star Wars project. So I guess if I think of missing home, I'll guess I'll think of that. But really, that's the no, not really. I mean, I miss, I do miss being on my own. Oh, that was a nice apartment. That's always though. really nice. Yeah, that one right. was a nice apartment. The company paid for it. Speaking of projects, this is a side note, complete tangent, but uh, the Quarium project I worked on opened um, the one in Branson, and I saw mm-hmm. the the news article on it, and I saw a video of it, and it looks great. I mean, it looks so cheesy, and uh, it's a, it's an aquarium, but don't think like Monterey Monterey Bay, like fancy, nice aquarium. Think of it like circus. 
Aquarium yeah, Plus Circus. Of, I'm yeah. thinking of. I'm, I mean, it, I'm clo- I've been to Branson, so I know what to expect from there. Right, right. So it's still think of a that. I think it might even be done by the Ripley people. Probably no. It's done by Kuvera. I don't know who, what co- if they're the parent company. But think like Ripley's plus an aquarium, and that's what. But I really want to go. I really want to go there. It, uh, it it's the 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 gel. There was a jellyfish maze. Um, basically, it was jellyfish, you know, enclosures with a, a mirror maze t- t- together in one. So, 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 and it looks awesome. It looks so cool on the thing in the little video. So I do. I want to visit. That's like one stupid project I worked on that I actually want to visit in real life. I mean, Star Wars Land is mm-hmm. cool and everything, but it's is a it mirror fish maze, a jellyfish. No, it's called Aquarium at the Boardwalk. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at pictures while you're talking about it. It has a giant octopus in front of the building. So yeah. here's a story, but this is has one of my coworkers. But we we're talking about this giant octopus sculpture on the building and on the building, in front of the building, sort of on top of it. Like a, it's like this, the centerpiece that when you see the building from the street, from the highway, you can see a giant octopus on it. And, um, you know, we're electrical engineers, so we figured, I figured to ask owners, hey, does the octopus move? Because, you know, if arms, tentacles move, then we'll have to provide power for it. And he says, no, nothing moves. Uh, but the eyes sort of move. It's like a screen that has eyes in it that, you know, that moves around. So, so, so but it's just a screen, you know, a, a TV screen kind of thing. And so, oh, okay, great, that's easy. We'll just provide some power for it. So I told my coworker, all right, the octopus doesn't move, but has eyes that do move. Surprise, the power for the eyes. And so he provides a junction box for the eyes. And I look at it later on when I'm reviewing the drawings, like, how many, how many eyes does the octopus have? And it's clearly two, but you only provided one connection for it. It's like, come on. You, you should know how many eyes an octopus has. But whatever. I'm glad that project's over. But, but uh, yeah. But I do, I want to, ch- I really want to check out this aquarium. Yeah, it'd be cool. I haven't been. I forgot what we were talking about before. <laughs> we tangented. Well, we, were just, this. we were just talking about, uh, I don't know what we were talking about. Um, but I remember going to Branson when I was a kid. And they have a, uh, they have a like a little mini theme park, probably the equivalent of Knott's Berry Farm. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but Silver we, City we went. Th- yeah, Silver City, exactly. Is that and we one? went there as yeah, we went there as as kids, and I only went there once. And I just remember my my brother uh, before the trip started, he broke my leg. Because we were, what? we were into we were into wrestling back then, like fake wrestling, and uh, like he professional ended up, like, wrestling. Jumping. Yeah, professional like wrestling. WWE. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote okay. professional wrestling. Um, and he basically <laughs> jumped legit. off the bed and landed on my leg, and so for the rest of the trip, I didn't do anything Ow. and the only thing that i i remember doing was going through the ripley's believe it or not museum and it was just so poorly done like all the wax figures and everything that it, it was just super creepy as a kid and seeing you know like the the hairiest lady and the tallest man and stuff like that and yeah. we never went to branson back we never went back so that's like my only oh. recollection that i have Wait, of branson so- did 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 your bone 
come out of your your skin the or is just like a no. hairline fracture kind of thing yeah it was hairline like a fracture, fracture sort of thing yeah oh, okay how old were you I was 23. Oh, I must have been 23. <laughs> no, I think I was probably six or seven. Okay, so you're really young. Yeah, Branson's yeah. like on my list of places I want to go. I looked into flights and how to get into Branson, and it's like, I think flying is Springfield, but there's still not a 45-minute drive to get there. Um, like Branson, I want to go to, and then Pigeon Forge and, and Gate, Gatlinville, or something, I think. But they're, they're both right near each other in Tennessee. Similar idea where they, I, the, the, the big thing park there is Dollywood and, and Pigeon Forge. And then everything around it is, you know, those kitschy attractions. Same thing as same thing in Orlando. They had the big Disney SeaWorld Universal, but around you had the giant wheel and then all these little mazes and whatever stuff. Uh, yeah, so Branson's definitely a place I want to I go if I get the chance. Man, you really know how to pick them. That's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, I've done a little bit international travel. It's great and everything, uh, but um, man, Branson can't compare. Actually, I was, I was, um, I don't know where I heard this from, but they were. Uh, I I always wanted to go to Japan, right? And I think someone tweeted out like, um, or, or said something. I don't know where I read, but but uh, when whenever they do a show about Japan, they're always at that, you know. They always do the the same thing over again, like oh, Japan's the busiest city in the world. They always do the Shibuya Crossing. I don't know if I called it. You know that that crosswalk where it's super busy and people always there. And they said no, the show you need to watch is James May uh, does a does a show there. And so I started watching it last night, and it's about I think six episodes. And I watched three of them already, and it's pretty good actually. Um, it doesn't do all the popular stuff. It does interesting stuff, like he goes to a samurai sword. Um, maker who still makes it by hand and stuff like that. Well, yeah, it's the stuff that you off the beaten path that you want to visit when you go on vacation somewhere, right? You don't want to do all the touristy stuff. I mean, sure, Ripley's is fun, but wouldn't you rather go to the chocolate factory that makes the chocolates or something like that? Which I've done too. It's not that interesting, but you do get free chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining if you... You know, just back in the day when they used to do uh, traveling agencies and where you would call them up and have to have to actually book everything as opposed to being able to do it online and kind of just look online for everything that you want. I'm just imagining if you had your travel agency, just what it would look like and, and just inundating people with, you know, we have this great package. We have the Samurai Sore and Chocolate Factory package. I really recommend it. And then someone would be like, no, no, give me something, you know, a little bit more fun, something I can do with the wife. Be like, all right, I got you. Be like, we have a, the Great Wall of China, and you can ride a horseback. I don't oh, no, know. There's, there's a toboggan ride on the, on the Great Wall of China you have to do. And I don't know why you say that, because um, when I book vacations nowadays, I still go through a travel agency sometimes. Like the last cruise I took, I I booked through a travel agency, had them book the, the 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 boat for me, and everything, and the 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 flight and the the, the accommodations because well, you fly in but you stay a night because the boat leaves, you know, and it should get from the boat or if we get to the hotel to the boat and everything. I had somebody book that for me. A travel agent booked that for me. 
I didn't even think that those things existed. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they do that. And it doesn't cost more uh, because they get paid because I don't know how they get paid, but it doesn't cost you anything. Like AAA still exists. AAA is a travel agency. I don't know if you had AAA. I mean, they pick up, they fix a battery too, but I still use AAA and go get maps from them sometimes. And uh, um, if I were going to go on a bigger, more complicated vacation, I would still book through them or something or have them have input and stuff. What is the what are the advantages? Like the Alaskan trip, I like sometimes I just don't want to worry about it. Like I don't want to try to find a flight, work out where to stay because I don't know the area where to stay or work out the transportation. And then they had it all included in there. And well, they had it included where, you know, it says, oh, you, do you need a place? To say, yeah. Can you find us a hotel? Sure. Uh, and then how do we get from there to there, you know, from the hotel to the, the ship? And it says, oh. There's a bus service you can take. They, they didn't, the, the thing I did miss from that one, that trip was there's a train you can take from the, where like Anchorage to where the, 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 the dock is, where the ship is. And I'd rather take the train, but they didn't tell me about the train. I wish they did because I would have taken the train. But yeah, I, I mean, it's going to areas they don't know about. Um, I would ask for, you know, I, it's good to have them help with the research too you know hmm. yeah, yeah i guess i wonder I, I guess i wonder just how how good of a job they do in terms of stuff that would be fun and things you would enjoy as opposed to you know what's that what's that one website trip advisor that just shows like the top 50 things in a city and they're usually all pretty lame yeah yeah, like how do you like I like I said like when I'm going to trips like this, I'd rather go to the little like when James May show, um, the, the little stuff or the like the samurai guy is definitely not on any in any tour book, right? The guy who still crafts samurai swords by hand, like I need a fixer, or you know uh, someone someone there who knows it to help me out, and that's what I would still go to a travel agent for. I wonder if they they have some sort of hookup to exclusiveness or getting into places. They probably do. Like, if you've been on a cruise, if you get the excursions, they probably get a cut because excursions do... Well, if you get excursions to the ship, it's always more expensive than the guy who's standing by the dock with a sign, which may not be quite legit, but, you know, it's a, it's a good time. It doesn't cost as much as a good time. I don't, I don't know about that. I'm just thinking of... I found a good churro place, place in, in Sonata. <laughs> anyway. What, what about Vegas? No, it, was, it just came to mind where uh, the people that are always giving you cards, and especially if you're like in groups of girls <laughs> or groups of guys, they're always like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? And especially, yeah. especially my friends from Kansas who don't because i've been to vegas enough times to know what kind of people they are and what they're trying to get from you but my friend from kansas is like i don't know we we're just here for a vacation like well i got a perfect deal for you he's like what that'd be awesome and i'm like dude let's go it's like stop wasting our time wait do they do your friends do that do they friends actually go for that the guys with the cards yeah they're all stupid oh my god they're all dumb like someone will come up to them and be like yeah so Vegas is another thing. Like uh, I've been to Vegas quite a few times, and I hate going to Vegas uh, because I've been there so many times already. But like 
your first time there, yeah, sure, do the strip, whatever. And that's fun. And if you like clubbing, you, you, well, I don't know where to go for the clubs, right? I mean, there's good ones and bad ones, and I guess it doesn't really matter if you're drunk enough. But then there's other stuff to do in Vegas that, that like the Neon Museum, uh, that are cool. And I, I didn't, I drove past the Neon Museum. I did the, um, what was it called? The, the, the nuclear test site museum or something like that. When, you know, back in the day, uh, before, what was it? World War Two, Yeah. And they did all the nuclear, nuclear bomb testing. There's a whole museum out there that's kind of interesting. It's not the greatest museum, but, you know, that kind of stuff is more where I'm interested in doing. Because, yeah, the strip, okay, it's fine, but how many times can you do that, really? I know. I'm just thinking again of you and your travel agency. <laughs> and, you know, I call in and I'm like, yeah, me, me and my friends were going out to Vegas. Um, you know, we're trying to have a good time. We're, we're kind of young. And then, <laughs> then on the other end, well, I've got the deal for you. <laughs> Oh, I'm definitely not young. You know, the cruise I went on was on, um, what's the cruise line called? Um, Holland America. Holland America, which is one of the oldest, uh, like the, the average age uh, on the cruise was 55. That's average. That means mm. if I'm on this cruise, there's another 80-year-old on the cruise <laughs> to average that out. So but it then was, that... It, I, I'm definitely not the young crowd of things. Does that mean that there were people your age because there was older people there? Or was it mostly people in their fifties? There's mostly people in their fifties. There are a few people my age. Um, uh, so that means there's even people even older than, than the average age there. But you enjoyed yourself. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because I don't the way I do cruises isn't probably how most people would do cruises, right? Because I, if if I just have good Wi-Fi, then I can just stay in my room all day and do what. Basically, I would do the same thing I would do at home, but then you know uh, I'm on a boat and then I just eat all the time and have spending you know, a bunch of money. No, the the, the food's included, uh, and the and the and you get room service and room service is included. I mean, room service this menu is limited compared to all the other food choices you get. But, you know, I don't play the games that they do. I don't do the pool thing. I get a little seasick, <laughs> which is odd. Which I would, Why do I would you go? go cruising. This is not it's making a, any sense at all. Why do okay, you go? Because one, I like the food. And the other reason you go on a cruise is because this is back when I was working. We were working together. You cannot contact me when I'm on a cruise. There is no cell service. I'm in the middle of the ocean. I don't get a cell phone service, so I cannot be reached. And that's 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 what a vacation is is really all about, right? And so that's that's the other reason I really like going on cruises. Does that Why make sense? Why don't you just? I mean, it makes sense, but that you would go to those lengths to find that is what is very obscure. You could just I not go to it and then go to a buffet around here. And turn your phone oh, off. Oh no, it's not the same. I I really do enjoy the eating all the time on a ship kind of thing. Have you been on a cruise? No, no. I mean, I just—it's never really. I don't know. Interested me. Yeah, it seems like it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know if you enjoy. I think you might enjoy the food eating all the time. Uh, all you can eat all the time. 
if, like if you're back in LA, I just recommend you go on one of those cheap carnival cruises. They're like two hundred bucks for a three day or four day down to Mexico and back. So they're really short, and it's really cheap. I mean, by three hundred bucks, you're talking about less than a hundred dollars a day, which includes food and room and board. It does not include alcohol. Alcohol is extra, but and alcohol is kind of expensive on the boat. But I don't know. I don't drink, so it doesn't it doesn't bother me very much. Yeah, I probably yeah. would just make the most out of it if I was on there. I'd probably go to the pool, play some of the games, drink, food, everything like that. So, I'd, I mean, I would make the most out of it. It's just at the actual circumstances is it something I would sign up for. It'd be something if I got that as a gift, that would be awesome. Oh, hmm. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know. I think you might enjoy it. I think you might. No, I definitely it. would. I don't know. I mean, if you get if you sent me a, if I went to I don't know Alabama, I would make the most of it and have a good time. Even though, just coming up in my head, I I don't know what I would do and I don't know what exciting things would be in Alabama. It just kind of is making the most out of it. I want to go to Alabama too. A nice a nice yeah. road trip across the South. I want to do. <laughs> Start from like Houston and then end up in Atlanta, um, going through Mississippi and Alabama, Georgia. Maybe dip down Florida a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, what, 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 what were we talking about before? <laughs> I don't know. I this always try and steer the ships. Yeah, I always try and back. steer the ship, and then you, uh, we are, we I end up in a ditch calling AAA trying to get out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you mentioned VCRs, and I think that's where <laughs> it all. I didn't mention just, VCRs. You mentioned you VCRs you mentioned because you got your no, because you no, got your you little said, thing. No, no. You said I found the coal mine got covered in cassette tapes, and then that's what I thought that triggered the VCR being. <laughs> that was that was the, the first sentence I said. And I know, I know. That's how bad it was. <laughs> that's how bad it, we went off topic. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, we should go back. Go, what are we talking about? Over, <laughs> let's go over our Thanksgiving. How was uh, your actual Thanksgiving day? Oh, what well, it was great. Um, so uh, we I, I'm back with my parents' uh, house. So it's just three of us. Uh, we have other relatives in in in, in uh, nearby where we live. You know, one's like you know two minutes away, and the other one's like ten minutes away. And so uh, we all made dishes, and then we all swapped with each other. So. Uh, so we had a lot of food, and uh, uh, we had turkey. What do you mean swap? Cook. Oh, like uh, my mom made three dishes, my aunt made another three, and my other aunt uncle made another three, and so we just gave three to. Oh, you like potlucked? Yeah, sort of like a potluck, but we didn't gather together. We just delivered the food, or they came by and picked it up. We just dropped off the food. Oh, you guys didn't eat together. No, no. And yeah, so we did that. And then we got on a Zoom call with all of them. And then we have some other relatives in Dallas and uh, and, and Louisiana. And they all called into the Zoom call. We all Zoomed together, which is kind of neat because we don't get to see them. It was kind of nice. Is that because is that because of the pandemic and not actually being together? Or is that something you guys usually do where you Zoom call each other? Oh, we never Zoomed each other, like the family together. No, we never Zoomed. It was just because of the pandemic. Oh, was it awkward? That seems like it would be awkward just having to talk into a screen. Um, I mean, 
it's like having meetings at work where things are so much easier in person, but you make do with what you have on the screen. And that's what it's like. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually the family that is here, not the one Dallas or Louisiana, because they don't usually come for Thanksgiving. But usually the family that does live here, we all get 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 together in somebody's house, and then we all eat together, uh, which we didn't get to do this year. But um, this allowed us to get everybody uh, on the call, including the relatives from far away, and my brother's family too, because they're they're in uh, Orange County, and uh, so. We usually we, we eat together, but since they had little kids and they want to get everybody sick, so they're still quarantined in their own house, and but they can call in the the, the Zoom meeting. Hmm. Did did you guys get that together? That sounds exciting. Uh, no, not really. Um, couple, my brother spent it with his in laws, and then uh, some fam- like we have basically five siblings that make up my mom's side of the family and they're the ones that are in America. So two of them got together, which was my, my immediate family and my uncles, uh, just him and his wife, his kids all went to go do their own thing. And then two families were kids, two and four. No, their, their kids are like in their twenties and stuff. Oh, too cool for Thanksgiving. Where would a four-year-old go? Uh, to bed. He may have play date friends. You, I don't know. You just didn't have a punchline for that joke. You just wanted to throw it in anyway. It, was, it wasn't a well-thought-out <laughs> comment. I, just, I don't know why I imagined them to be so young in my mind. But, <laughs> yeah, they were like, nah, but got Now plans. if I think about it a little bit more, yeah, I guess they would have needed an older. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the rest of your family. Anyways. Anyways, I'll keep going and try not to interrupt with your, with just the slightest thought that comes into your head. I should, um, I, see, I don't pre-think really these things. It just comes out just so naturally. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then two family members were kind of sick, so they kind of stayed away because obviously in these times – you know, we're not sure what it is. So they stayed in their own homes celebrating it uh, separately. And then uh, one of my uncles, he's, he kind of just, I don't know, he never, he's always doing his own thing. So um, it is what it is. So it was really small. It was <laughs> kind of sad. Well, versus um, what, what would a normal Thanksgiving year look like? I mean, a normal Thanksgiving year, all of our families would have been together. So instead of... <laughs> Instead of the uh, five people that were together, it was more like uh, it would be more of a 20 person, 25 person sort of thing. So everybody so, in the same house. Everybody? Yeah, it would be all shared, be a lot of food, it'd be like one big long table, stuff like that. But this year, not as much. Um, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And then. We saw some more family members today in the afternoon for lunch. Uh, so all in all, you know, life, it is in real life. Kinda, yeah. Hmm. So all in all, we kind of kind of how you said we just made do with the circumstances and tried to make the best of it. Now, what is a you're Mexican, right? Uh, yes. What does a Mexican Thanksgiving look like? Like food wise. 
Um, well, we kind of stay traditional to whatever traditional American food is. So we have a turkey and we have, you know, random sides. We had a... We had some mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. We usually do a vegetable like a cream corn or a green bean casserole sort of thing. And then some some desserts. I made a, I made an apple pie for actual Thanksgiving Day on Thursday. And then for today, I made more of like a chocolate mousse pie. Ooh, that sounds good. The yeah, they both turned out really well. Okay. Uh, well. They both turned out really well. The apple one, Hollywood says. A, the uh, the apple one was a little sugary, and then the chocolate mousse one. Since I I got that, um, it was too sugary on Thursday. I I changed the recipe because it asked for like two bars of milk chocolate, so I just used milk chocolate. One bar. Yeah, I used. Huh. <laughs> No, you should probably use bittersweet uh, for dessert like that. Milk would be very sweet. Milk chocolate is very sweet. Yeah, so I used only one bar of milk chocolate, and then I used one bar of unsweetened dark chocolate. And it ended up still being pretty sweet. So it was, uh, but yeah, it was was pretty easy to make. Um, I used, I think I just used gala apples. Nothing too fancy. You probably want to use granny smith. Either one, you probably want to use uh, Granny Smith. Although those do hold up pretty well when cooked, but they they're yeah. My family apples. thought it would be interesting to make it with sour apples. I, I didn't think to yeah. use sour apples, but maybe yeah, Granny uh, Smith maybe is it would traditionally have been nice used the green ones. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think yeah. about that, but I don't know. Maybe next time. Yeah, In our house we had turkey. Uh, which we usually, yeah, we understand that part about Thanksgiving, but everything else was not uh, traditional. We had some sushi. Uh, we had a dish of shiitake mushrooms, uh, a dish of pinto beans. Um, my mom made some onion pancakes and egg rolls. And we also got uh, something baked inside an onion. I think it may be cheese and maybe cream or mayonnaise. I don't know, something white baked inside an onion. And uh, we had um, a little yam with the, with marshmallows. I think that's the most traditional thing. Everything else was a little bit random. Per so, so are all the all the servings and all the dishes that you guys had? That's not what you guys usually had. It was a little bit more freestyle this year. No, no, no. That's like every year. Every year is a freestyle year. We have a turkey, and then all the other dishes are. Uh, Random, but random. Do you ever have your fingers crossed that someone's going to show up with that one thing that you like? No, no, that's not going to happen. Doesn't matter how many fingers you cross, it ain't going to happen. No. <laughs> Is there anything you look forward to then? Uh, a turkey. Or the dinner? <laughs> Just a turkey. That's the only consistent thing. Sometimes <laughs> we have green green bean casserole because... Uh, figure out how to do that but we didn't have the french fried onions this year or green beans <laughs> so so no green beans i'm not sure we had the cream of mushroom either we'd have any of the ingredients we did we tried not to go out like my since coming home my parents and i went to sands club one day and there was a lot of people there i was not ready for that many people because i wanted to get some masks and maybe some other foods and stock up because i think i don't know about where you're in kansas but 
they're talking about shutting down again for like three weeks in LA. So I want to stock up some food. And so we went to Sands Club, but, uh, and then uh, Thanksgiving was rolling around and, and, and we didn't we were like, oh, we should all make something. Okay. Uh, what should you make? Oh, we can make green bean casserole. Okay. But we need the uh, ingredients. And I'm like, oh, we probably shouldn't be going out, mom and dad. Okay. So they, they just, uh, we just cook whatever we have in the fridge. It's a uh, green bean. <laughs> Which is green onion, pancakes, and uh, and uh, uh, egg rolls. <laughs> we have egg rolls laying around. So, do you? What do you think when you? Because I, you know, if you go out during Thanksgiving, because the grocery stores are still open, it, it's packed. There's there's so many people that are. I don't know if. I guess it depends. Like some people's carts, you can see that they really are gonna wait till the day of to get all their ingredients and do everything. And some people, maybe they just forget, you know, like one ingredient or some, maybe they're just getting like a last minute dessert or something. What do you think about all the people that procrastinate to like the last second to try and get something? Like this year or a normal year? Like in a normal year, we're those people. We're the ones that are shopping on Thanksgiving Day. Like we didn't figure this out early for some apparent reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys are the worst. I I always, because... I always think of it this way because growing up, we actually had maybe a little bit more morals as opposed to just sheer greed and capitalism. Because people, wow. they would, these places would actually be closed. Like Thanksgiving Day, things would be closed. And even, even back in the day, it would go as far as if it was Sunday, things would be closed because it's the Lord's Day or whatever. But nowadays, since we just are fine to, to capitalize on, on anything, you know, we have Black Friday shopping, you know, early on the next day of Thanksgiving. So people don't really, you know, hold into account Thanksgiving or holidays or anything as much anymore. So I always just, you know, uh, scoff, I guess to say. I scoff at people that just wait till the last minute and get stuff, ingredients and, and everything. And I feel bad for all the people that have to work on Thanksgiving or Black Friday and then I scoff at the people that find it find it meaningful to have to like wait in a line just for a forty two inch TV on sale, and then the poor person that has to wake up early just so they can deal with that person having to get the TV. So well, I, I scoff at I, you, Charles. I, well, we see it in a completely different way because first of all, we don't really kind of understand the holidays, and second of all. Like you're talking to me, Chinese people who were open on Christmas. Our Chinese restaurants are always open on Christmas. It's not a holiday. It, it, it so it doesn't even matter. Like, oh, what do you mean you're closed on Thanksgiving? It's not even as big as Christmas, and we're open on Christmas. And so the that stuff, I you know, it hasn't really triggered in our minds. Like, oh, I guess people shouldn't work on this holiday because uh, you know. Otherwise, we would be working on this holiday anyway. Uh, and then the so, so Black Friday thing though is is the whole separate thing. Like this year, Black Friday, uh, like they kept inching the previous years. They kept inching closer and closer to opening earlier and earlier. And then they started opening on Thanksgiving Day. And people complained about that. And this year, I sort of got pushed back a little bit. Like nothing was open on Thanksgiving Day, right? Uh, well, not none of the like Best Buy and Targets and Walmart's were open on Thanksgiving Day. They were opening on actual Black Friday. They were open early, but they're actually on Black Black Friday. But that's probably due to COVID, not anything else. Because I love going on on Thanksgiving Day around ten o'clock or midnight and go to the Target 
and just see what else is there. I mean, by that time, the line is gone and the people are sort of, um, it's still a busy day at the Target, but it's not crazy anymore, like Black Friday kind of pushing people over kind of busy. And, but there's nothing really, I don't like to need to get another TV. And so I just like to shop around that, that midnight. If this, I don't know, I, I, I it's a fun and I didn't get to do it this year. I, yeah, I'm, I'm again, I'm, I gotta get my, get back on the high horse. Cause it's just, that's just so frustrating when, you know, people just have to go out and, and buy and stuff like that on Thanksgiving day. Nonetheless, you know, the day after, um, yeah. I, I see yeah, just, you're I saying on that. The other thing about that is these Black Friday things. Like, why do we even have it? You know, it's a terrible experience. It's terrible for everybody. But there are people out there that are poor enough that Black Friday makes a difference whether you can buy three gifts or four gifts for your kids. You know, if you have three kids, you know, or four kids, can you afford to buy all four gifts or just be able to buy three? You, like the sales do matter in that case for some people. In that case, it's unfortunate, right? I wish they weren't that poor, but you know, they're just trying to make it work for what they got. And so, I understand for that reason why you should have it. I, I mean, the other thing is like. It, it's such a big part of the economy and this is a terrible reason I think it's such a big part of the economy like there's stores that are in the red all year until Black Friday or this Christmas time where people spend and they pull it pulls them in the black for the rest of the year you know or for the for the for the rest of yeah for the for the year they'll be in the black because of this and so they need it and we don't have a shopping holiday like this it hurts people. I don't know about the big corporations like Walmart, Target, but these small businesses, it might hurt more. And that's unfortunate too, but you know, they sort of need it too. I don't know. I mean, that, that it's, it's, it's unfortunate in that way. And when the people say, you know, you should boycott black Friday, you know, I get it. You're trying to do and morally it's, you're on your high horse, but you're really hurting people at the same time. I mean, you're actually hurting people at the same time. I don't know. I guess I wonder, do people actually shop small business? I feel like Black Friday is mostly a corporation sort of thing. It's the big warehouse stores, yeah. the the big electronic stores. And there's no there's no small, small stores, you know, local yeah. business that is 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 an electronic store. Right. You're right about that. But then, you know, if you're going to the Best Buy and there's a coffee shop near next door selling coffee that guy's business helps a little, right? Yeah, I guess in that sense, it, that's true. It's the side everyone help gets. You know, I, I just, I guess I just think of it. I just think of it in the sense that it, it always just keeps going further and further where it's, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's black Friday. It's uh small business Saturday. It's cyber Monday. And then, and then Christmas deals from here on out, and even even now it's like they'll they'll have some sort of advertisement saying like Black Friday starts on Monday or something, and it just keeps pushing more and more, and it just turns into this like over capitalistic sort of thing. And also, I guess it does have an account when you talk about you know social 
not social status, but socioeconomic status. And maybe you are benefiting a little bit more from that. But I don't know. Sometimes I think it also just promotes materialism because, if you know, oh, if you yeah, get the absolutely. TV, if you get the TV, it's like there really doesn't make a difference in your life and all, all these sorts of things. Or maybe even it it promotes like bad personal finance and, you know, ringing up the credit cards and stuff like that. Well, that's so America. I, I just see it as a slippery slope. Um, so I'm assuming you didn't get anything for Black Friday then. You didn't do any shopping online no. or anywhere. I mean, I bought a pair of shoes today, but that was, you know, I I usually just buy shoes off of limited release and cross my fingers that I uh, am able to get a pair before they sell out. Was it on sale? No, no. All the sh- all the shoes I get are definitely regularly priced. Oh. Did you hear that Tony Shea died? I don't know. I how he don't died. even know who that is. Oh, he was—he was the guy who did Zappos. The shoe store. Yeah, the shoe website. Yeah. Anyway, that's sidetracking on stuff. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't do my shopping this year because probably because I don't have a job. But I, I bought a couple uh more um, like uh, the the Google Home Hub or Nest Hub. Is that the that's like the Alexa with the screen? Is it made by Google? Like, uh, got one for my brother for Christmas, but don't tell him that. I don't think he knows this exists, so he didn't hear. He doesn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but that's and that and a little VCR converter thing that I talked to you about uh, earlier in the show. How many presents do you usually get a year? None. Like for how many people, and you None. don't get anyone presents? No, it's like I said. Is like it a Chinese thing? thing? It's uh, maybe, but it's mainly my family. I think we don't do the whole gift giving thing very much. Like, uh, mm. yeah, like it might be our family. Thing. That, that's why I don't feel bad for the workers or anything like that because it's not a thing to us. We don't, I don't, we don't really exchange gifts. Like now with the kids, like the, my niece and nephew, yeah, I might get them a Christmas present, but I might not. You know, I just. Uh, like throughout the year, you know, if I find something they think they'll like, I'll just get it for them. So, you know, there's no like, oh, I'm waiting for your birthday or waiting for your Christmas. Just here, you like Paw Patrol, so here's another dog themed gift, or here's some more fruit snacks as I wanted some, and they come in giant packages. As cost, we'll just share, call it share, getting half and half, but really, you know. I get more of the half because I pay for it. Anyway, it's, it's down the down uh, the rabbit hole. Yeah, like um, the past few years, I learned like my friends like to have a Christmas party get together, and it's somewhat expected I had to get a gift for everybody in in the group that's at the Christmas party. Oh man, that's stressful because it takes me hours to shop for people because I'm a terrible gift buyer and I don't know what to to get you so uh, i i'm so happy about covid this year this sounds terrible but i'm pretty sure that christmas party is going to be canceled and so i don't give anybody any gifts yeah it's kind of odd to think of gift giving because you know obviously when we had our when we worked for the company we would have the secret santa i i just thought that was so boring because there's always people are just People oh, are just so oh, that, lazy. And that then, white elephant gift exchange? That one? Yeah. Or do we so have a secret Santa? Just, 
Yeah, people would uh, get, uh, people always just would be lame and they would get, you know, a bottle of alcohol or just, as, I don't know, put no thought into it. So it was always. Well, you're, you're uh, talking about the white elephant gift, which I forgot about because I never participated once again because I hate giving gifts. Um, but that, see, my problem with the white elephant gift is those aren't true white elephant gifts. White elephant gifts is something you already have that you don't want that's sort of in a not crappy, it's not trash yet. Uh, but you don't want it, and then you—it's a—it's like a joke gift, um, kind of kind of thing. And we did not do that. People gave alcohol. They gave twenty-dollar Amazon gift cards and stuff like that. And that's not the point. That's not white elephant. You know what I got with white elephant gifts before? I got a Michael Bolton ornament. That's a great white elephant gift. And I, I also got a Jessica Simpson CD one year, which I still kept. Those are good white yeah, elephant gifts, think- Though, but. Those are not gifts you want. No, it would be fun if people put gifts along those lines where it would be funny. It would get it like a laugh. People would have to share it or steal it or stuff like that. But that just wouldn't ever happen. People would just get really lazy and get some stupid bottle of alcohol or some sort of gift card to a place. And it just really would dumb down the game. So that's one thing that that really annoyed me um well i think think they were trying to impress people right because they i mean they didn't want to be too jokey because you're still working with these people i don't know it was a terrible idea either way let's go crash the party this year i I know where it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah the the joke is that it would be at the same place year after year which was just oh man place I I always wonder why we didn't think recruitment was doing well when we all we would do is the same formula year after year and wonder why it's not going well. Um, how does recruitment work? Was it similar to what how the Christmas party planning worked? Because if it is, you said enough. <laughs> I, I know we thought. Yeah, about. you would just reserve the same table at the same place and go through the same lines. And it would just be like, oh, you're surprised that they didn't agree to the to coming back or or coming with coming on full time like wow well, what are we gonna do next year let's just do the same thing and hope that they like it this year it just happened year after year and it yeah and it was just it's the most fun funniest things because I, I i'm younger and especially because i used to live in that area i was more hip and inclined to stuff that um kids would enjoy and you know new graduates but they would just go to the same lame martini bar that has you know like upper 30 year olds and it's like that's (laughs) not gonna you're really gonna try and convince the 23 year old to come out here for that me it fit in the budget that was just funny (laughs) no that's the thing the cheap places accommodate for people with less money Oh, so that okay, so this totally got it all on wrong then. And what's funny is is because I would show them I these places, then they would then go to that place. But I'm like, you need to redo the whole thing because the whole thing is is made for an older an older ambiance. So here's some places, here's this place, here's this place. This'll work. And it's like, no, but I like this. And it's like, yeah, but you're like fifty-five. I mean, come on, you gotta know the crowd you're working with. Oh. So, 
That was always funny. But I, I digress. Um, one thing about the gift-giving experience, I don't know how you feel about this. Well, I mean, dependent upon, because you guys don't really give gifts, but I think most of the time you get it wrong because you don't know exactly what they would want and you don't want to spend, you know, some more than 50 bucks on something that they're not going to end up using. So what I always hope for is that people won't necessarily give me something in particular. They'll give me the money that they would have used for that. And I'll give you an example. My, uh, my brother and my future sister-in-law, um, they once gave me a basically a messenger bag from coach and it was basically like this Ooh. small like like you know sling purse like something that Europeans wear and uh, nice. I had to I had to grit through my teeth and smile and be like yay thank you for giving me a man purse oh, like I'm nice so grateful like for it. this and in the whole and as soon as they left I just gave it to my mom I was like here you go you can have this like I'm never oh. gonna wear a purse in She's my life, I'm just not. The world. Yeah, and and every year it's kind of like that. And so what I do is I don't give, I give money, and I give like gift cards and stuff. Cash. So one year, one year I gave my brother and my future sister in law. I gave them a, a four hundred dollar credit to Delta, the airline, oh. and a and a hundred dollar Visa gift card. And I was like, this is intended to kind of help you pay for a vacation so you guys can go somewhere and all of that. Because I don't know where they want to go. I don't know what their schedule is like. I don't know what they need in their life. But this can be used. It's versatile. And it's, yeah, it's just easy to use. I think that's how it should play because most years I get something and I just think, it, I don't want this at all. I, I'm I'm forced. I'm gonna have to force myself to have to use this. I think you're being too practical about about it. I think uh, the the reason to get a gift is saying, "Oh, this is how much I care. I know that you like fill in the blank, and that's why I got you fill in the blank." And you may maybe wrong, uh, but I think it's a thought that counts more than the more practical. Here, here's a cash gift, but. Uh, so I'm not really familiar with the uh, American traditions of gift giving. Is giving cash uh, frowned upon? Like, cause, well, yes. cause, here, cause here's the thing. Uh, we don't get many gifts, but for Chinese New Year, which is our big holiday, we do get gifts. Uh, and by gifts, I just mean we get money in little red envelopes. And meaning, I mean, uh, from cash from my parents and uh, other relatives and stuff. So there is no no one gets a present. Everyone gets little red envelopes of cash. And so that's perfectly acceptable and the thing that you should be doing. So is is giving cash uh, a not a thing you do in the U.S.? Not what we think in the U.S.? In the U.S., no. You're supposed to give a specific item. And another gripe that I, I just have with it is that usually the things that I want they would probably be more than someone would spend. So what I mean is say I want a pair of shoes and the shoes are $200. Like someone usually isn't going to spend $200 for the gift. So what I always 
hope to do is like if you guys want to team up and then share your gift for me then that way i can combine say like 60 dollars here 60 dollars here and i'll give you another 60 dollars and now i can get the pair of shoes that is say 180 dollars and that's something i really want but if you get me like a 60 dollar you know dvd to blu-ray converter and then you give me the uh some other sort of like thing and i don't want any of it then it's like now we just all wasted money and this is going to sit in the closet until i end up donating it to the goodwill you think too practical so this was like birthdays uh like uh i don't like birthdays i don't like going to birthday parties i don't i think if you're not uh, if you're older than 12 the gift giving uh, no, just birthdays in general. Like, uh, there's really no reason to have a birthday party if you're older than 12. Like, if you're a what kid, you just then, have a party? oh, yeah. Right. There's no use. There's no reason for that, really. But I, I sort of figure that people like having birthday parties because it's just another reason for friends to get together. And, okay, I'm fine with that. So, uh, when my birthday rolls around, most years I do have a party because uh, somebody wanted to do a party because, uh, you know, it's another reason to get together. And so people always, if you have a birthday party, you should bring a gift to that person who's having a birthday. And that most, when it's my turn, you know, it's my birthday. I always tell people, you know, I don't want any gifts. Cause I really don't want any gifts. I have plenty of stuff. I, whatever I do want, I pretty much I bought myself already. So I don't, there's nothing I don't want. I need you to give me. And so I make up a rule that if you're going to bring me a gift, it's 50 or above or nothing at all. So you can buy me a gift that's at least $50 or don't even bother getting me anything. Uh, because most of my friends are poor. $50 is way too much money to spend on a gift that we're not even that close friends, you know. Uh, so if they're poor and they're not that close friends, why would you buy me a gift or $50? So I try to make that rule. But none of them follow it. They still give me $20 gift cards to Starbucks and I don't drink coffee, you know. So I, I try to. to but then why them. would you? I don't get. That seems like you agree with my sentiment or my strategy it's like so for the sake of of your gift not ending up in a closet just here i will tell you exactly something that i would want and if if you don't want to get me that then you can either team up with someone else and then you can get me that gift or you could just get me nothing but if you get me some lame tommy bahama looking shirt i'm never gonna wear it it's going to end up at the goodwill. So let's just all kind of, well, I think you know, we should, we'll look good on be, you. be in agreement. That, yes, I agree with that. But what? I, but right. you know what I'm no, saying. I, I agree with it's you. It's not going to work I, out. I agree with you. I don't, I'm a, not a big gift giver person. I, I not support this gift giving. And to deter gift giving, I usually, that's what I do. I make it usually $50 or above or don't bother. So what's funny is one, if, because my family is, you know, some of them are in better financial circumstances than other. They don't usually, the gifts they give each other are pretty uh, minimal. They don't cost a lot. And one thing that they do year in, year out is give each other like the baskets of assorted cookies. I don't know who makes them, but that sort of stuff. It's, you know, instead of assorted chocolates, it's assorted cookies. No, no, no. They're, it's from a like Costco or something some company. Like that. Yeah, they just come in like the tin sort of uh, yeah, love those. Uh, box, and and they yeah, and but I I always think like each year, you know it's gonna come. They're gonna give you these assorted cookies. I always 
like if it was me i would just be like you could just keep them like this year like i don't want another tin of assorted cookies so but, I, but that's kind of what i how i feel don't give me the gift if i just don't want it you can just so save your money it's a, it's fine with me Here's a difference in cultural thing because if you're Chinese, like if if I invited you to my house, uh, you would be expected to bring a gift as a guest, and you would probably bring a, a tin of cookies as a gift because the gift you bring to my house is a shared gift. Like so, if I invite you to my house, what you would do, you would bring me a box of a tin of cookies as a gift, and I would receive your gift when you come in, and I would open those cookies immediately, and we will all share and eat it together. Yeah, no, that would be that would be fine. But if you give me that gift, so then I take it home and then not eat the cookies and throw them away when they go bad, like that's that's kind of how it is in in right. my family. Right. I mean, I'm just playing out there's like different cultural things that are that are neat. Like, like why would I like if I'm if we're into a white person's house, why would I ever bring cookies to your house, and why would I ever expect you to open the gift right then and there when I'm with you and then share the cookies with me uh, cookies for myself right i mean this tradition makes no sense at all but uh there's different cultural experiences and white people just like giving uh you know gifts that nobody wants to each other maybe it's a it's a white thing maybe that's what people like to do i don't know (laughs) oh i mean yes in america it's always a white thing um (laughs) can i tell you what i'm gonna do with christmas cards this year are you sending out christmas cards Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just okay, going to come ex- up with a strategy without executing. I'm excited, I am excited to receive your Christmas card if you send me one. So, so what I'm, I, I sent out. <laughs> if you let me finish, then maybe you no, can find out. Um, I sent out Thanksgiving cards. And what I did was oh, I sent them out to. Mail. God damn it. You can't let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I sent out Thanksgiving cards. They came in a packs of eight. So I sent it out to eight of my couple friends, couples friends. So friends that are married or in in relationships and stuff. And I sent it to to them as a couple. And, you know, it was nice words. And I sent a couple book re- recommendations in each card. Sent those out. So what I'm thinking of doing for Christmas is sending out cards you know, again, with, with good words and some book recommendations, but what I'm going to do is, is send a little challenge into it. I've been reading, I I read a book called the myths of happiness, which is goes into detail about certain myths that people have about happiness, you know, whether it be, you know, you're you're only going to be happy when you're rich or when you find a partner or when you buy a house or when you achieve your, your dream career, uh, so on and so forth, or that, you will never be happy if you, um, you know, you get in a car accident or you are, you are blind or there's a death in your family, stuff like that. And so one thing that I read about it is the, how money affects you. Now money um, persuades your mind or even brainwashes your mind. And so my challenge for the Christmas cards will be that I'm going to put, say, like a $10 bill in each card that I send out and send them out to various people. And in the in the challenge, it would be you have to either you can keep the money if you want. But my challenge would be for you to spend it on someone else. 
whether it be, you know, buying them uh, lunch or buying them. Yeah, just something that whatever, do whatever you want with the $10, but spend spend it on someone else and just recognize that the happiness that they might find in whatever you end up giving them. And then in our time of giving and Christmas and so on and so forth, just remember to like pay things forward and give to others, especially in, in this, these times and everything. So what do you I'm think about it. that idea? I'm keeping the money. No, my, my okay. favorite quote about happiness and, and part of my life mantra is people who think they're happy just haven't thought about it long enough. Um, the idea you have about sending them the money to do something sounds very familiar. Why does that sound really familiar? No, I mean it's you've probably seen it like in a cheesy movie or was it in the maybe movie? Maybe like a, uh, that seems like a movie. I don't know what movie that is, so that's probably like when I was a kid. It had like the Haley Joel. I don't know the 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 Kiff and Sixth Sense. Yeah, that seems like a really familiar idea. I don't remember why. I'm sure. But yeah, that's my it. idea. How would and you I know think what my, the results were? Well, I mean, I I wouldn't. I I don't. You know, I don't even care to know. It's it's what we can. Oh. Uh, what people will will want to end up doing with it. But uh, the my the thing that will be different is that I'm gonna send it to my single friends, in in the line of. Uh, in the line of Christmas cards. So why you'll why be in it? the running for that in other, in other people. Thanks. Why, why send it to your single friends? And then why you send things to your couple friends? I don't understand that part. Well, the couples thing, um, I, I guess I just thought about it. I can hit the most amount of people if I hit, send it to the couples. Cause then I can send it to technically like 16 people. I can send a card to. And then, uh yeah and then that included like family and stuff like that so i think uh three out of the eight cards were sent towards family Hmm. so okay interesting idea i would like to hear more about what they did do with it you know but i don't yeah i can can see if they can we can send it in like a post yeah we'll invite them on the show and have them tell us what did you do with the money you got I would love to see you have a conversation with them. I would love to have a conversation with them. Do they speak English? You have a hard time. You have a hard enough time having a conversation with me. So that's why I say I would. I would venture to think it would be a a, a rough thing. No, I th- no, it'll be great. It will work out great. I'm sure it will. How do you think you would do if you had a different co-host on this thing? Um. What do you mean? Just just overall, do you think it'd be much more random? Do you think it'd be harder to follow like uh, conversational mm-hmm. cues, so on and so forth? Well, I, I, I've done other stuff before and it depends on uh, the person I'm doing it with. So um, there are shows that are more random when we just talk about random stuff. And then there are shows that are more interview style. Like uh, I'm, I want specific information from you to tell me stuff. So it, it's more me asking questions than answering. Hmm. So this one's a little bit of a mix of each, a little mix of both, because uh, we go into tangent stuff, but sometimes I really want your opinion on we, something. Or you. Huh? 
yeah we go into into tangents yeah 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 i mean you're the one who brought out the video cassette tape so i'm i'm blaming that on you <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a general statement that wasn't like that wasn't me trying to really get into the conversation of vhs tapes this oh no you don't have to I you, would, for you. you would bite the uh, line and then there's other times where I want to know your opinion on things or your thought on things, and then uh, there will be more uh, more interview style. You don't ever ask for my opinion on things. Sure, I asked you we if all, money we, giving is a thing in the U.S. It took you 45 minutes for you to ask my opinion on something. Oh well, most of the time, I'm not interested in your opinion on things. <laughs> No, would you Trust go on me, a Charles, cruise? You, you don't hit you. You don't need to keep bluffing about things. I know how this ship is run. I run the ship. I know how it runs. <laughs> I actually do. You like to go on? Would you ever go on a cruise? Right. Uh, I don't think you actually asked me that. I think we were just talking about cruises. No, I asked you. You said you wouldn't really go on it unless someone gave you like a free trip. And yeah, you, you'll go on it, but. Uh, Shrews is not something you would like, uh, you know, free willingly go after. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to the Great British Bake Off. The real, I gotta sit up on my seat for this one. You've been lying down. Yeah. Think of the the finale. It's the finale. So. So I guess going into it, I was already kind of disappointed because Dave was in the finale and I didn't like Dave as a contestant. Mm, right. And I wish they would have, you know, just kept her mean in because she was just much better off than Laura. I mean, and also it clearly correct. showed in the final in the final episode. I mean, she struggled the, she by the end of by she the had wonderful flavors as she always does. Like her flavors are spot on and the showstopper. Yeah, but you just knew that she wouldn't cut it. You know, she and she just struggled. So by the end, by the showcase, the final showcase, she wasn't in the running for that. She bombed the signature and she bombed the technical. Yeah, like she was basically just that. there as as a as a third person. Yeah, so but you don't kick her off after the first two. No, exactly, but that's what I mean is when they her when they chose her much better. And I don't know why you say her mind because that's not her name. <laughs> um, but it her mean was I, I was spell it in my head and better. I read it. Read it that out loud like that. Yeah. I know. Yeah, th- th- that um, episode, but, the thing at the penultimate episode, I really don't know why they kicked Hermine out. Hermine? Yeah, Hermine. Yeah, Hermine, I don't know yeah. why I mean, I think they were trying to cause drama, and so they did that. But I, I yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know why they. they I think they should have hurt me, and I, I, I kind of, uh, uh, I like David, actually. I, I thought he could have won. Well, in the very end, he couldn't have. See, but, um, I, I that's the that's the one choice. thing that would have been. That's what the one thing that would have been disappointing about. I guess the entirety of the show is if he would have won because. Peter was clearly the most consistent, the top level baker throughout the entire thing, always doing well, winning star baker. Like he deserved to win, but it did come down to that competition. And in that particular episode, um, Dave was doing well. So I was just like, oh my God, 
Dave could so, win this thing. What season did you watch before this? The, this season. Uh, I watched you, the previous, previous season. One? It, it was at the Indian yeah. guy who won. All right, so no, it like, was it was the gay guy that won. Oh, so that was one of the seasons that he the never won guy. anything, right? Until the very end. I mean, yeah, he didn't. He, I think he he won one star baker, and it was towards the end. But he was always consistently doing he was really well. Good, but he was never top. And then he he, I don't think he won a star baker at all. Uh, I went back and looked. He didn't. And then uh, he finally won the last thing. And you know when um, Peter was talking about season three that he watched over and over again that was actually a really good season and you should watch that one too because i think that one had a surprise um uh, i am spoiling it for you but the the top person didn't win the top person uh just f- fell apart at the end and so didn't win the competition which i think th- i think that's what like th- this season was hard because yes peter was consistently the best all the way through but in previous seasons, the top three were all pretty strong. And there was one that was better than everybody. And the guy who was better than everybody did not win. Because they... Well, I think tri- last tri- season, I remember it was it was that young girl. And she just was a very self-conscious... Um, she broke under pressure. But she was really good. And she won Star Baker multiple times. And so in the final episode, she melted down and, and ended up losing out of her right. own her own work and then the guy just ended up doing well like so well that he ended up winning right so i i, I kind of like that when that happens too i mean so so it makes the show a little bit more interesting and less predictable at the end i think that's what they like too because i mean why would you want to watch a show if there is no predictability yeah who who would yeah, you it's, want it's to kinda... see go ahead no, I was just going to say that's the only kind of thing that would have been disappointing, but you kind of took, that's why I, before they announced the winner, I was like, oh man, like Peter deserves it if you're taking the totality of the competition, but obviously you can't do that. You have to take in, you have to take in what he's done that episode. And I did think Dave did a little bit better. So that way I was just like, oh my God, they're going to give it to Dave. And I just think Peter deserves it so much. Um, but in the end, he won. So I was really, yeah, I was really happy about I it. I actually thought um, Peter did saying? better at the in the last episode. His showstopper looked a little cleaner, a little neater. I I understand what yeah. Dave was trying to do with his tower of disappointments. It's not, it's not what he, whatever he called it, but whatever his failures were. And oh, that's a really risky idea. I would never go for that idea. Like do what oh, you yeah, you gotta come in not, for that and yeah. not do the stuff you're not good at because the, the chance of you failing is great and just no one wants to see the stuff you're not good at anyway. Um, I had a question for you was who would you want to see in the final three? If out of all, I think twelve or thirteen contestants there were this year, who would you want to see in the final three? I would have want wanted to see Irish Mark, Hermine, and Peter. In the final, okay. I I looked up Irish Mark uh, intro uh, to to double check thing, and yeah, he's already married, so he and Lai should not get together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that my was, research. Uh, you're trying to be a homewrecker there. 
Well, you know, you, on the the wrap up, the the wrap up, uh, or the catch up clips, the photo show at the end, they were together on on two of the t- other cha- other times when they visited other people. They they both were together. They're both. So now are you with- are you predicting now that the Daily Mail is going to show some cheating scandal amongst the Star Baker challenge or the British Bake Off contestants? Is that the next prediction? I very much, and Mark will stay with him. But you know, they were gonna, hey, they hey, were just gonna just remember that if you, hey, just remember if you mute yourself to unmute yourself. Did I mute myself? Yeah, I didn't mute it. Well, it was muted, and so I was like, "Why?" I'm not going to say anything after that. I didn't mute it. I don't know what happened. Am I muted now? No, you can hear me. Anyway. No, I can hear you. Um, but yeah, it, I, it was really disappointing also because I was talking to um, Iris about this that I hope I hope that they could have done a bubble situation where, you know, people, they could at least get bring someone personal with them or bring the contestants back and, and something of that manner. But they didn't do any of that. And it was just the... You know, it was, it was very nice of them to bring in the people. Yeah, bring in the staff and everything. But obviously, it's not the same, you know, than having your family there. And no. Peter had to tell his family they won off of a speakerphone, which, yeah, it is I what it is. I don't know why the, the other contestants didn't stay either, you know? I mean, they have lives. No, but... They I probably mean, want to see their wives and stuff. Well, like... The, yes, but also like uh, if you don't want to give out the results early, you don't let people go home. You just keep them all there for the six weeks that they're there, and then, and then, you know, so the you know so the tabloids can't figure out who the winner is. Who would who would you have wanted to see in the final? And don't do it based on oh. entertainment, because I don't want you to say that Rowan was supposed to be in the final. Oh, I do want Rowan in the final. I know he wasn't great, <laughs> but his creativity on things are really good. I want to see Hermine on there. Hermine. 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 <laughs> sorry. Hermine, Peter, David. Yeah. I yeah. think David was really good. I will keep David in there. And Rowan. Just for Do fun. the old seasons hold up? Do they hold up? What do you mean? You know, if I, if I see... If I see anything from back in the day, if I watch basketball from the 90s, it's not going to be great. I'm not going to enjoy it. But if I watch old episodes and old seasons, is are they going to hold up? Mm. Are you watching it for the baking or the comedy? The yeah, com- I'm watching it for the for the show overall. I enjoy the, the show. The comedy isn't like super strong and funny all the time, but it's I enjoy the, the show in, the, in its essence. It's less funny in the earlier uh, seasons. I mean, the hosts are funny people because they're really great hosts. Because I've seen them on other shows that they presented, but there, there's just a lot less jokes than with Matt and um, Noel, especially Matt. Matt, Matt did a bunch more comedy stuff and jokes that the early seasons did not have. But the baking stuff, the the format has not changed. The 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 weekly things basically have not changed like there's always bread week there's always patisserie week like 
new this year was like Japan Week and 80s Week or whatever. Those two are new. Other seasons didn't have like a Japan Week or or uh, or 80s Week. Um, they just had regular Bread Week, Biscuit Week, Cake Week, Donut Week. Although I don't think it's called Donut Week. It's Donut... Whatever the week is, they don't cook in the oven. They had to cook in like a deep fryer or a griddle. They have that. The yeah, that's donut. The baking stuff is always top notch uh, stuff, and that hasn't changed. The comedy is a little less funny, and you might like Mary Berry too. She proved Mary Berry. Yeah, Prue replaced Mary Berry. Mary Berry is like, uh, she's a baker. She's old. Uh, but she's been on British TV forever. So she, like when the first show, the show first started, Mary Berry probably was the famous one that you would watch that show because she was on the show. Paul Hollywood was like nobody, I don't think. he He's somebody now because he's been on so many seasons of that show. And then the other two were ladies. They were the presenters. And I've seen the other ladies before. They do game shows and variety shows and stuff like that. And the comedians too. And so um, they're like C-list celebrities but yeah hmm. same well i'll give it a shot at worst i can just watch a few episodes or something try try but, season uh, three the one that uh that uh peter was talking about in his in that last episode that i think was i remember it was a good yeah one. i don't even remember who he said one so it won't even be a spoiler alert it's for not him. gonna spoil it for you um but yeah that that was a good episode because there's like a really technical guy, like a sciencey guy. There's a the older guy made it to the very end, and I forget what the third guy was. I don't know what his specialty was, you know. But um, that that was a good episode. They're all really good. Up all, I think every season was good except for the Indian guy season, which is. So all in all, did you did you have any last words on the season of the Great British Bake Off? This wasn't the most exciting season. It was okay, um, but there was no one, no one like up to Peter's level. Um, so it wasn't a great like you know oh who's gonna win oh he's, he's pulling ahead this week or he's she's pulling ahead this week. It's none of that. Lottie was the other one I wish made it to the end. I know she struggled a lot too and had some really bad ideas uh, that killed her off in the end. I mean the the, the ice cream on the outside thing, but she had like she had really strong weeks and was a good intuitive baker i think yeah yeah that's the thing it kind of seems as though some weeks they would i don't know why they would send someone off that maybe seemed promising as opposed to someone that was a little bit more creative so to speak someone that had sound sound skills but someone that just ended up being a little bit more creative, ended up winning that week, and then just would get eliminated the next week because they just realized, oh, yeah, this person actually can't do it. We, we always we never know what the big factor in that we never know about is the taste, right? We don't get to taste the stuff. So maybe their cakes or pastries is amazingly, tastes amazing, even if it looks like crap, you know? Uh, we don't get that. We just have to believe that they taste good hear what they say yeah well i will say since this is the first season that i watched it i will agree with you on the entertainment value because 
since we basically binge watched the season and then we were left with no episodes, we then just went to the previous season and watched that. And that season was was a lot of fun and it was very entertaining and everyone had like their individual interesting stories and it was very competitive up until the final up until the yeah the entire season was competitive um so i agree with you in those stakes i i overall just liked it i was hooked just being able to watch it and then just getting a good taste of uh the show and its essence and its wholesomeness so all in all i agree with you on that but since i was introduced to it in this season i i really enjoyed it overall yeah the yeah, it makes you think that the, the, the older season is just perfectly fine to watch. They're sort of timeless because it doesn't really matter what year it is. Um, I think Noel has changed too. Like Noel this year, how he has kept comforting Laura when she was having her breakdown. In previous seasons, he wouldn't do as much. Or in the earlier seasons that he's in, he wouldn't do as much. The later, the, the last season, he did a little bit. And this season, he, he uh, did a lot more. Which is great because you, you sort of need that heart in that show too, and not just the host being funny, um, uh, which Matt was basically. Yeah, you would kind of. I mean, <laughs> you would hope someone would do that because obviously, if they're shooting within the tent, they're inside of the tent. You know, if you see someone breaking down, not for the sense of "Hey, we're in a competition and you're on camera," you know, from a personal perspective hopefully they would also be comforting and be like hey i hope you're doing well you know believe in yourself yada yada like it'd be weird if someone was breaking down and you saw that and you're like all right is anyone gonna can we edit this out or or what are we what are we doing here well i think in the earlier seasons when they had the two lady hosts they would help out more uh like actually Mm -hmm. help out like all right, I need you to stand here and cool these cookies down. Just wave a tray at it. Or can you help me put the little pearls on the little pipe, on the little icing and stuff for me a little bit? And they would actually help out a little bit, which, you know, in the U.S. seems like, oh, my God, that's totally cheating. (laughs) But there is like. Yeah. Yeah, I always wondered because. Even contestants would help each other yeah, I always wonder if, if they would do something like that, if they would help each other out or maybe if they just edited those parts out where maybe someone took something out of the oven or out of the refrigerator for them. And there was in that final episode, there was a part where I can't remember where Laura was kind of falling apart and um, it might have been done. in the showcase. And David David was already done and, and he was like, hey, I have some extra ones of these if you want that. And her remark was, no, they're going to, immediately count me count count that against me if they if I didn't make it and I wonder if maybe they that was kind of in all of the shows they just never really put it on air or made it to the final cut Um, also maybe if any times they actually did help each other because the other part I always wonder is the complexity of the show seems super high like the number of dishes that they make the complexity of the cultures and everything that's introduced a lot of the times and maybe it's because of the way that they edit it they make it seem like they are not knowledgeable on something but they end up turning something in and i wonder if it's because maybe on the side someone is explaining like what it is or kind of helping well, I mean, out or hinting they, i don't know 
they know what the challenges are before going into them, other than the technical, right? So they can't, they have their, they can do their research. They practice their showstopper. They practice their signature. So they aren't going exactly into the blind, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess in a lot of the episodes, the way that they edit them, a lot of the contestants will say flat out, like, I don't know what this is, or I don't know what they mean by, you know, said culinary term. And then they have to figure it out. Not, not necessarily like, Hey, am I supposed to use hot water or cold water? Or am I supposed to, um, how much am I supposed to mix this? The timing of it like that I all get, but sometimes they say, I don't actually know what this is and yet they make it. So I wonder if what happens there, maybe they're just kind of being a little facetious. You're just cheating and watching what other people are doing. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would totally do that too. But I, yeah, I guess I just wonder how much of that goes on. In the previous seasons, though, they were a lot more helpful with each other. Like uh, if one person finished earlier, they would definitely help out other people. And, you know, mm-hmm. like people who are, you can tell someone's way behind. And then all 10 contestants would circle around their table and help them do the last bit of whatever to the <laughs> countdown. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nice to see because you don't see that in the, like on Chop. Would you ever see anybody else help anybody else? No. Like, uh, but they, oh, they no. were more about the camaraderie and helping each they other would exploit that. than to be, you know, competitors that take each other out. So, you know. and I, that, yeah. I kind of like the show. You know, that's why that's one of the the draws of the show is just the how kind they are to each other. Like they're truly, they do. Yeah, definitely. So we have uh, two topics left. So what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about Oregon decriminalizing drug possession? Do you want to talk about death threats and harassment online? Or do you want to just end it here? Um, you on mute again. Huh? No, I just didn't talk. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know exactly what the. I mean, decriminalization. I don't know the details. I understand the topic, but I don't know the details. So, either one. Death threats, harassment online, Packers, WR. After fumble during game. I don't know. I don't know the details of that either. Yeah, I know. I I know how involved you are in the show production. Yeah, I don't know the the the. I don't know no. This is a sport game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. All right, what does your week look like this upcoming week? Uh, I'm going to go home tomorrow. Oh, that's it. All right, your thing is on mute again. Um, so I think uh, so. Charles is gonna go home next oh, week, okay. and right. then he'll see, figure out figure that all out. Um, this upcoming week, I I got bit by a spider behind my ear, and that caused I don't know if it I don't know if it's like my lymph nodes or what it is, but it swelled up a little bit, and 
Um, so I'm not quite sure whether to go to the doctor for that or not. So I might go insurance? to the doctor next week. Um, no, not right now. So, and then in, I can get insurance. I have to basically enroll on Monday. So that way I have it for the month of December. Yeah. So I'm going to try and figure out what to do there. Um, I never ended up getting unemployment from California. And huh. every time I call in, they just aren't, I get the automated mess, automatic message to, that they are taking too many calls and can't take mine right now and it just hangs up on me. So I think uh, what I might just end up doing is like trying to like Uber or Lyft and try and just make like 50 bucks a day. And if I do that just every day, then it'll end up being like $1,500 for the the month, which I mean, I have low amount of expenses. So it'll just be some sort of income. So, trying to do that. Um, I'll try to I'm find still a studying. number to call uh, for the unemployment because uh, I know a back yeah, number. Because I, the only thing is, I have to verify my identification. Because for some reason, with all the documents I sent them, they weren't able to verify my identity. Okay, try so this, try this number. Uh, so I'll let you send it to me offline. I'll send it, send um, it to you right now. But yeah. Uh, okay. That's a, that's like a backdoor number that my friend uh she had issues with unemployment and so uh it's do some other thing and they would be able to patch you through something like that. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry about that. Hopefully that works. That would be really awesome. Yeah, but if um money, aside from left, you can't get unemployment cuz you have money. Well, that's what I was saying is I was I kept trying to call them, trying to figure it out, but now it's been it's been basically it's going to be two months, October and November. And I'm like, well, you know, I it's not as if I really need money, but I would like to still be able to build up like a savings and just keep keep. I still want to invest money because right now is a really good time to do it because of how the stock market is doing and how it's it'll, it'll end up rebounding. And obviously small stuff like. I want to change the tires on my car and, you know, insurance, stuff like that. So, um, Mark is not rebounding. It's higher than ever right now. Yeah, it's doing well, but if we were to return, it'll come back even more. Um, I mean, but yeah, so crossed over 30,000. I don't understand what you're coming back from. It's not. Okay. If you imagine a company, a company like say Disney, Disney shares are not are at an all-time high. If they were to then start getting revenue from the parks and everything else, they would be killing it right now. They're still holding on to a string of their digital media. Yes, the overall Dow and NASDAQ is doing well, but individual stocks aren't aren't still like killing it. So there's still some money to be made or invested that will end up rising in the next year and a half doing it right now. That's kind of what I mean. Okay. So we'll move on. Charles, you're the, I don't know. Nope. Not going to indulge this conversation. Um, so I think we yeah. on the stock market thing, but okay. I mean, you should, I th- yeah. If you want to keep investing now, go for it. Yeah. You'll need money for that. Yeah. So go for yeah. it. 
stay tuned for next week when I do my research and completely show Charles why he's wrong on these matters. Yeah, um, I'm interested. Yeah, did to, you uh, have? I I I have a set up my call with my financial advisor uh, in the next couple of weeks to talk about that too. Because I have a yeah. thing that they're monitoring for me and then assessing for me, but I want to get out of that. Yeah. Do some other stuff. So, so your your mic muted itself when I asked you what you were up to this week. We got to you're gonna oh. go home, but was there anything else? Oh yeah, I'm going home this week. Um, I don't know what I'm doing for Christmas. If I'll come back to my parents' house for Christmas because things are looking pretty uh, dire. Uh, here and everywhere it looks like so um i don't know if uh uh i'll be home for christmas um mm -hmm. so we'll see about that yeah we'll figure out the details mm -hmm. about that too so yeah i think uh i don't know it's kind of one of those things where it's not as if when 2021 comes things are just going to be black and white and like just because we put the year behind us, it doesn't mean that we're going to be in a better state, even if, say, like vaccine news is, is getting better and everything. Um, but I do look forward to to the next year. And I think I don't I also kind of wonder about the job market, if maybe it'll pick up more as the next year turned around, especially because during the holidays, it tends to be slow anyways. You know, and obviously both mm -hmm. of us are looking for work. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, it, it depends what field you're in, I think. Some some were not hurt as much. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, like even I feel like healthcare so yeah. didn't really see a dip at all. So. Yeah, exactly. So, Was there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, No, not for this upcoming week. All right, so if you go to sbf0podcast.com, you'll be directed to the link tree where you'll find all of the social media accounts. You'll also find available subscriptions to the podcast through Spotify, through Apple, and other forums. You'll be able to see Charles's Project DJ thing that he's doing. Um, did you want to give any update on how your Twitch streaming is doing or not? I haven't streamed this week because I've been home. I don't have the setup here, but I'll be back Monday. Uh, Maybe. Well, hopefully that goes well. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's all. I think that's uh, it's a good show there. All right. See you next week. <laughs>